0: Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone.
1: Abby who? Abby normal. This is the Abby Normal Podcast, here to tell you that you're weird
2: and that's normal. It's like, how do you become such good friends with people who you only work with for five hours a day? It's because you spend those five hours planning what you're going to do after work. And then you spend the next day talking about what happened the night before at whatever party or bar or trip. Can you
1: imagine if we had social media or just cameras? Nope. No, it's a literal that. nightmare that there would be documentation of anything I did <laughs> between the ages of 15 and 35. <laughs> so true i think about that all the time i'm so glad that we would be like at airways like posting to our stories like oh, <laughs> oh, look at us you know we but put the couch on the
3: diving board we're gonna get fired like tomorrow a, a nightmare. <laughs> we're gonna get fired it's
4: tomorrow, so bad. <laughs>
1: welcome back to these tan tales about my 10 summers of lifeguarding what we get to explore today are those after-hours adventures that Vicky mentioned. What happened after the pool was closed? Because the fun definitely didn't conclude at six o'clock. Like what? What is that lifeguard movie with uh, Kristen Bell? I don't know, but was really
2: traumatizing.
1: Yeah, it's not good. No. I don't recommend no, it. It's
2: not anywhere near. Like I feel like our job was more like the movie waiting. With Ryan Reynolds uh-huh. and how it shows, like, right, yes, how they exactly. all, like, party together after work. Right. And, like, all the shenanigans they get up to at work. It was much more like... And flair. Like, and we flair. had flair. Yeah. yeah, we did. We had things like the inside jokes, like the phantom shitter.
1: Even our loved ones didn't understand that this wasn't just a job. It was a lifestyle.
2: We hung out, like, every night. And I remember your your boyfriend at the time saying don't you guys get sick of each other? You work together all day, and then you guys hang out every day after work. He's like, don't you guys get sick of each other? And you're like, no. No. (laughs) Because it was like summer camp. right? It was like summer camp.
1: We did a lot of partying and weekend trips all
3: together.
2: And then what happens, (laughs) team?
3: We almost (laughs) die. Correct.
1: we'll get to those adventures. But the party atmosphere started at the pool. Part of our job was throwing a splash bash for the community each summer.
5: It was definite pool pride. Oh yeah. Even like the manager's meetings, just people talking mess about their pools and like really trying to, you know, make The summer fiesta or splash bash or whatever it was at the end of the year, like make theirs better than everybody else.
2: Every year we would do our special event and we like kind of took it pretty seriously. Like our special event theme. I remember one year we did outer space and we all did the men in black dance, all the lifeguards. And we hung like planets that we painted over the pool. I remember a luau. Did like a luau. I remember the lays because yeah. that was like the easy go-to event yeah. for anything, right? Yeah, the city would bring all of that. Yeah. Uh, they would bring grills over and everything. Yeah, I think it was all free too, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like people didn't have to like pay to get in or Mm-mm. whatever. And we'd have to put the whole thing on with donations.
0: Every year we had some crazy party that we threw go, going around town, getting donations, sometimes with the kids too. We had like a weird relationship with the kids. Like some of the kids like got in the car with us and went went home and then we had lunch or something.
1: Right, like how crazy was it that we just could do that kinda of stuff. Just grab- steal hey. children yeah, and, yeah, just and like, be like take them home. There, let's go.
5: <laughs> Not a big deal. <laughs> Not
0: back then. Now now it's like go to jail. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: of the budget for these parties was funded by businesses in the community. Hot dogs, drinks, decorations, raffle items. And we're kind of shocked now by how we went about getting those donations. Not the pool kids hanging around and tagging along with us part, that was normal. More the logistics of it. We walked our asses in our swimsuits to businesses we
3: are soliciting you for a donation. Yes. How do you do? Please donate to our event. And, right. they and they did! They gave us all the hot dogs, all the hamburgers, all yeah.
2: the chips, all the yeah. soda, all like the gift, popsicles.
3: The food max gave us a gift certificate. We had like 500 bucks like we could spend there. And we would do
2: like
1: a raffle situation. We would have like a bike or, you know, whatever from like different businesses
2: that would give Give stuff away
3: when you look back on it. This? You need to put on a special event and get donations. We're yeah. like, what?
2: Oh. Okay. And then we would make a big poster and put all their names on it. Yeah, we would be like, thank you, food bags, and they would, like, like,
3: That's That's they would just cool. be like, fine. like a poster. <laughs>
1: I feel like it wouldn't. Like, I feel like with the internet, like, they'd be like, go online oh, and request it. little
3: circle with the R in it. I mean, you we know what do. I'm talking about? Yeah, so, yeah. Like,
1: TM. <laughs> this was low budget to the max. And also, they were awesome. We'd get like 100 plus kids and families who came for an evening swim and music and free dinner. Plus, we learned about business stuff.
2: It's the first time I learned about a tax ID number in my
3: life, though. Yes! Because we did because they, have the because, city of Fresno's yes, tax ID number. Yes, we did. And they were like, well, do you have the form with the thing in it? And, yeah, they would give us all those forms to yes. pass out to ask for donations. Yes. And we had a
1: sense of pride that bonded us.
3: Yeah. I mean, I
5: think that was also part of it. Like, there was so much joy in getting to, like, create this. And I think... You became a part of this community that also you ended up becoming this like little family with your pool and then the community Mm -hmm. with that pool. And then you just ended up doing all this fun stuff over the summer.
1: Here's Vicki's take on the whole thing.
2: So we did a lot of good. Yeah. So we taught kids how to swim. Yeah. We uh, served as- that so many yeah. kids while the parents
1: worked probably. Yeah. Yes. We
2: like we did so much good and then one night we took a picture in our swimsuits with cookies over our nipples yeah. and called it milk and cookies. And somebody has these pictures.
1: might have that picture because I was the only one carrying around an actual camera in those days. I'll see if I can find it for you guys. But that's a good segue into what happened after hours. After we'd done our public service of getting donations for a community event, raffled bikes to neighborhood kids, and grilled hot dogs and painted planets on cardboard to hang around the pool. We went to house parties and the bar and our own theme parties.
2: So there were, of course, the house parties, right? Everyone was home from college for the summer and whoever's parents went out of town. All the lifeguards would mob on their house that night pool their money together, send someone who was over 21, 21. Uh-huh. and there was really no drinking and driving because everyone just slept so wherever. Yeah. Like, I, Passed we would just... Out. Yeah, like, yeah. that was kind of lifeguard culture. Yeah. Like, it was Stayed almost night, like wherever summer... You wherever
1: you were. Right. Yeah,
2: it was almost like summer camp in that yeah. we worked together lifeguarding all day. Slept together And then night. it was like, where, where are we all going tonight? Where's the party at? Where we then we'd... Get dressed for the party if it was a theme or something, you know. Yeah. Or we would just put on. I mean, we're talking. We live in Fresno. It's over a hundred degrees most of the summer, right? So like, putting on clothes meant putting on a denim mini skirt and a halter top, right, which was right. really not much more clothes mm-hmm. than we were wearing to begin with, right? You know, wash the chlorine off and head out for the night, right? Mm-hmm. Oh then gosh. get drunk, hook up. And then spend wait, the spend the night, get home the next day. That was like a good portion of like lifeguarding 16 to 21. But then once we started getting the more like Adult, over 21, right, we didn't right. want to like once you're a pool manager and head guard, you don't really want to party with the kids with right. like the lifeguards, like the high right. school kids. Like, right. So then when we got older, that's when we met Tina and I were 20. And Abby was twenty two, so she could buy alcohol, but we couldn't yet. So I turned twenty-one the first month that we started lifeguarding together in June. So then yes. we oh could start god. going
1: to
3: the yes. bars together. Oh my so god, and we
2: the team had... you were like a month later.
3: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Oh. So we had graduated from mm-hmm. going to the house parties. And then we would go to the house parties that were like the older people, and right. then we would go to the bars. After work, so there was a bar near our pool where we would go in our swimsuits and uh, spend way too much time. Remember when it was TGI Fridays, and I think that they would have those reggae nights, Mm -hmm. and we would go, and all the lifeguard peeps would be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. And then we also like started themed parties. Mm -hmm. The pirate party was one of my favorites. I made a plank out of cardboard and made people walk the plank that was a good one um not appropriate in this day and age people don't have parties like this but we had a white trash party right
1: right but
2: that's where teen met her
3: husband that's That's right right.
1: okay tell us the story about you meeting your husband Uh,
3: at a lifeguard party party. basically oh my god
2: (laughs) what was your costume for this party yeah um yeah, the but like it was leopard great. print yeah. dress. What do you call that dress? Yeah, dress. it was just like,
3: hey, this is a dress. I'm gonna wear it. Yeah, like I wore it a bunch of times before it was cute. It was cute. the party, and then I stuck a pregnant belly underneath it, right?
2: And right. you had curlers, yeah, and curlers, and curlers,
1: right. was, yeah. and big
2: fluffy slippers. Oh yeah! It was so cute. Had,
1: like, big, pink, was fluffy no, 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 no man could resist
3: Irresistible. Yeah. And here we are 20 years later.
1: These epic theme parties we threw when we were older, in our mid-twenties. But going to lifeguard parties started at higher when we were 16. Here's Tanya.
2: I remember we all went to some house. I mean, we were 16, but it was (laughs) away with Scott somewhere. And that's, I'm pretty sure what was going on. I don't (laughs) know why I remember that. Okay. Also,
1: Tanya, didn't we sneak out of your house to go to that party? (laughs) I think I remember that. I don't don't know. know. First of all, that party was at house because it was like a <laughs> block from your house and i'm pretty sure we snuck out
2: i don't remember sneaking out of my house it was hard to sneak out of my house
1: maybe we lied and we were like
2: we're walking
1: to the 7-eleven or whatever <laughs> and we walked to his house. i don't
4: know it could be oh my gosh yeah <laughs> i
1: cut this guy's name out because he was our boss it was a long time ago but you know i don't want to slander him
2: right i mean i went to several parties at my boss's houses and then when i was the boss then i continued that the only thing i didn't continue that the older lifeguards did was they had a bong at the first pool that i worked at we would smoke uh we had a smoke rotation that was a station And
1: look, the transition period from high school to college with friends in both groups is awkward with some gray areas. My
5: first party was at this guy's house who was in his 20s, who I think was my volleyball coach as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. So like... It was weird because, like, I crossed a boundary for him Mm -hmm. because I Mm -hmm. had been one of his volleyball players. Right. And I was at a party at his house. Right. Drinking. Yeah. I was Vicky's water polo coach. Six months. Right. Older than her. Ended up becoming her friend. And, like, that was at least a little bit better.
1: Well, yeah. Have you watched Never Have I Ever, Mindy Kaling's show?
5: Yes. Only the first season. though.
1: Okay. First of all, so good. Second of all, on the latest season, her ex-boyfriend who graduated comes back and coaches swimming. And there's this great scene that's just perfection of, like, him accidentally throwing a party, you know. Because he has, like, high school friends. Yeah. And then other high school students start coming and suddenly he's in this position that he didn't intend that is not right. Which is, he's got all these high school students there, like, drinking. Right. It was such a great scene because we've seen those positions oh, the, those situations like play yeah, out that and All of that happened yeah and it's a mental shift that you have to make as far as like what's okay and what's not right. you know like oh crap no I'm a grown-up now yeah no yeah. I can't do that I, I mean especially that. it's one thing working for the city of Fresno right but if right. you're like teaching out of school that's you're gonna get yourself in some real right. shit so right. <laughs> don't do that
5: do not do that <laughs> we do not condone that
1: outside of house parties, we were also looking for weekend adventure. Ooh, oh, all the camping trips. Oh my God, so many, oh, sh- oh my God, we have so many. Yes, camping was a big one. Here's Vicki's theory on why it was the activity for lifeguards.
2: So, lifeguards love to camp. I don't know what it is, but I think it's because there's the the water factor. Of course. We
3: would all go after work on Saturday, spend the night Saturday night, and then drive home Sunday. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And of course, the cops were always called on us because we'd be loud in the campground. Gail!
1: (laughs) Now we're remembering all the lifeguards we camped with that we haven't seen in 20 years.
2: I hope they're good. What about that poor girl who <laughs> fell on her face without her hands going down? Aww. And she split her eye open because we were always going down to the lake in the middle of the night to jump in and skinny dip. Of course. Yeah, because skinny dipping is the
1: most fun to lifeguards who have to wear swimsuits during the day. So like skinny dipping is just like a dip away from that.
5: We are like walking in the forest, going down to the lake going swimming at nights. I remember campfires and way too much alcohol and not probably not being of age
2: <laughs> and we had to have been so loud so loud yeah okay and then Tina and I our air mattress ran out of air in the middle of the night so the next day we decided it was a floaty do you remember oh, this and then we were floating on it in shaver and then a couple times we did beach camping in Pismo. Yes. So, right. but that yeah. was just like us.
3: And the baby life And guards. the baby
2: lifeguards, yeah. Did
1: you do any of the camping trips? Uh, no comment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you went to the, you went. Share. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if I, okay, I think the videotape is, is, has been destroyed. Uh, <laughs>
1: Bro, so, it was I mean, 20 years ago. Nobody cares now.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Central locations. Yep. Okay, so, yeah, we had these parties. We went out, and uh, so, some of the, some of the uh, lifeguards weren't quite of age. And I'm sitting there with a videotape, like, making a video. Yeah, capturing capturing all the, the, the nonsense going on. People blowing, uh, taking all their tequila and blowing into the fire, making these huge holes of fire. <laughs> Uh, just, but it would capture capture all the uh, the younger lifeguards as well. Right. And, and somehow that videotape. Oh, it was it was Heather's video
2: camera and videotape. Oh.
0: And she drove off with it, and we're like, Ah, shit! We got to get it back.
3: The evidence. <laughs> yeah.
0: The evidence is going away. <laughs> so we shot her pants for quite a while.
4: <laughs> Pre-social media. Well, that, it never the problem happened. was. That there was
0: some uh,
4: higher-ups there as well that, that could have
5: gotten right. some major trouble. <laughs> well, there
1: always were higher-ups. Yeah, like, they, they started yeah. this.
5: And the fact that like we never got in trouble for stuff, like just thank you universe for mm-hmm. giving. Yeah, we had so much fun. and And also, thank God none of it was mm-hmm. recorded.
1: legendary camping trips, of which there is no video evidence. If we weren't in a lake under the moonlight, we would find a public pool to access after dark.
2: Was it because we broke into another pool and put the couch from their office on their diving board? (laughs) (laughs) Was it because we were accused of a crime that we will not discuss? We're calling it breaking in, but for at least
1: half of these, we had the keys.
2: I mean, you got twenty year olds with keys to pools with right. like summer and Fresno.
1: I mean I remember when I was in high school we would break into the Clovis West
2: pool. Oh yeah, I did it too. <laughs>
1: did you? Yeah. So you had this like whole thing where you had to like slide under the lasers to like get in to use a diving board and you can go in at midnight and dive and it's like so magical.
2: That's funny that we never ran. We used to skateboard there.
1: Yeah. And then we'd break into the pool.
2: No, I always broke
0: into um closest west, jump off the platforms.
1: And we did airways. Yeah. Air, airways great. was easy. I feel like they didn't even have security out there.
5: <laughs> Except they had the Air National Guard directly across from it.
1: Right.
4: <laughs> they were not concerned.
1: Tanya, okay. do you remember going to swim at Airways after hours?
4: Oh, I
2: remember. <laughs> breaking in going into the office going on the roof oh my god jumping on the diving
1: board and then we Uh still we we might have done that multiple times we slept there one night right i think so So... i remember that summer for sure good times good (laughs) times (laughs) did we put a couch on the airways diving board oh yeah there was a couch there was a couch in the office that was, like, the, the dirtiest office. thing that has ever mm-hmm. been in existence. We did a lot of night swimming at pools we shouldn't have been at. And a couple times, things didn't go as planned. Here's one.
2: We had a pool at the house we were
3: at. <laughs> oh, right. Hey, we, we did. But a there, was a, pool. there was a rat in it.
2: There
3: was it. a rat in it. <laughs> <laughs> a rat had fallen in
2: it. A rat, yes. and however, we knew how chlorine worked and it was totally fine, is what I was telling no, everyone. Except it was a big ass rat. It, it was, was
1: a kind of, big ass of ass rat.
2: Rat.
4: it was gross, yeah, that's true. A dead rat in her pool? It was a dead yeah. rat in her pool. Yeah. We were trying to be responsible. We were gonna go swimming at her house, but once we found the rat mouse, nobody wanted to go in the pool. Like these people hadn't been around pools that had full on logs of poop in them. I'm yeah. so sure. Correct. So we all decided so that we were decided gonna decided to
5: be like squeamish at yeah. that moment.
4: I think it was just I don't know, exciting about doing something that you shouldn't be doing.
3: We were like, it's okay, we have keys to another pool. That's just yeah. down the street.
1: Yeah.
3: Totally fine. And we were like jumping in I'm pretty sure I did not have a shirt on. <laughs> I, I was staying very close to Tamara. Cause I was like, if anybody's gonna protect me, it's gonna be her
4: girl. But a lot of people didn't have their suits. So there's a lot of boobies. I we, we set the
3: alarm off. And we were like, oh shit. Like, let's get out of the pool and start running. And Tamara said, run. And I said, okay. And we ran. And then somebody said, there's a paddy wagon there. I'm ready so, to pick you guys up. The runners
2: come back to me at the house. Corey had gotten there by then. Our sober friend who had just gotten off work. I was drunk, but by myself. And she's like, why are you by yourself? And I'm like, our friends are up to no good. And then at that very moment, come running in a half-naked and very wet <gasps> abbey and Tam and, and teen all come in wet and naked and shouting about the police mm-hmm.
5: everybody was talking so loud and so fast
3: <laughs> and oh
2: so if you guys had not run if you had not run you would have gone to jail yes yeah, you guys were just 100% lame.
1: I don't know. It's kid shit, right? Like we did this kid shit from beginning when we were like 16 until then. Like <laughs>
2: As kids, I ran from the cops all the time because I skateboarded. Yeah. Right. And because I went to parties. Mm-hmm. Right. Because every party I was at, the cops would get there and I would I could jump a fence. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna go. Because if you've been drinking or smoking or anything, mm-hmm. they were gonna arrest you for just well- being there.
1: Even as a kid who, like, didn't drink or smoke, like, we were constantly running from the cops. Like, we would go out TPing. Yep. We would TP all the time, and we got picked up by the cops, like, my sophomore year, TPing, and they had to, like, distribute us to our parents, and my parents, like, knew we were out TPing. Like, we weren't even doing anything, like, quote,
2: destructive, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally, yeah. Terry used to take us out TPing all the time when I was a kid, and she taught me how to run from the cops. And, and then when I got into high school and was going to parties and the cops would come, of course I'm going to run. You know, we just, we learned to run. for. And then skateboarding, mm-hmm. like, anywhere you'd go to skateboard, you're not even doing any damage. No. You're just, like, so you're just, like, literally skateboarding around. But they don't want you there because of liability reasons. Yeah. Somebody falls and hurts themselves. Blah, blah, blah. But, like, that's why they have those stickers that say, like, skateboarding is not a crime because we would just be running from the cops.
1: That was the 90s. Anyway, apparently we need a bumper sticker that says, night swimming is not a crime. But this is not the only mistake we made in the pursuit of fun.
5: I do feel like lifeguarding gave you like this sense of...
4: I cannot drown.
5: I cannot drown. <laughs> I know how to deal with water. Oh, no. I can handle all situations. No. False sense of security. Which is not accurate. That's just not it's just true. Accurate. Absolutely not. Pools and rivers very different.
1: Our proven ability to avert security does not translate to avoiding the power of nature. We get in the water with a bunch of lifeguards. And then what happens, team?
3: We almost (laughs) die. Correct.
1: Correct. We almost perish, yes. Oh, oh, I
3: I don't think I've ever been so scared in my life.
1: We decided to go floating down the Kings River.
4: It was supposed to be a lazy river situation. And it turned out that we were not as good at floating as we thought. So we decide that we're gonna do this. Nice sunny day, everything Uh is going well. We get there, our big group of, I don't know how many people were there, 10. 10. Inflate all of our Walmart purchased rafts. Right. Tie them together to create a floating island. And we get onto the river. It's going nice and slow, everything looks good. We have our ice chest tied up, everything's floating. Beverages are going.
3: I'm thinking, okay, this is a nice little thing. And then all of a sudden, the river is going very
4: fast. And there's, like, and the river starts to pick up. And there's a big, wide open section on the right. And it looks, like, cheerful. Birds are chirping. That is the direction that you want to go. And then on the left, there's a small narrowed area of the river where it looks, like, overgrown and dark and dangerous. And we immediately get sucked over to the left.
1: Yeah. It was, like, sucking you under, Uh toward that island area.
3: And then, all of a sudden, it was just, like, came out of nowhere. Everything just started going wonky.
4: Then, as we're trying to kind of keep away from the thorn bushes that are sticking out and, like, the low-hanging trees, rafts start popping and people start going under the water yeah every it's yard sale all everything is everywhere (laughs) and people are kind of floating by me i'm reaching out i'm trying to grab people i'm trying to like stable myself on this branch with a foot and grab hold of people
1: I remember teen going underwater and kind of, like, struggling to bring her up and understanding, like, the flow of the water. Yeah, the power of the water pushing you down. That my, like, (laughs) power is not going to bring you up. Like, I remember you going down and, and watching you and being like, oh, my God, I could lose teen right now.
3: I remember somebody saying, like... Oh my God, I thought Teen died, but then I saw her little hand go up and she had like grabbed the ice chest. You don't remember being underwater? No. Really? Mm-mm. And you know what? It's probably a good thing that I was probably already two or three bears deep. <laughs> right. I just went with it. If you okay, struggled. Yeah. Like, it's probably a good thing I wasn't sober but, because I probably would have, like, <laughs> Yeah, like, panicked. Like, fight it again. Yeah. But it was just like, oh, okay, I'm wait, wait. under the water. And then, Jeans, one hand, come up out I of the water. The ice chest <laughs> that we had, because that was, like, somewhere floating
4: in the mix. I don't even remember how we ended up getting out. It was kind of a free-for-all, just swim to the side and hope for the best.
1: We're, we're probably talking 20 seconds yeah. for us to all be totally off and then have to walk home. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, the trip is over in on. half we're a almost.
4: minute. I end up what felt like a mile down the river and had to walk back up the river through all the bushes and everything no shoes and just um at one point i'm just picking things up that are kind of floating by the river you know the river's edge and get back and everyone's just like that was horrible please never again (laughs) day ruined i think we sat there and drank a beer and then we're like well, and we sleep. only had, like,
1: two beers that we had retrieved from yeah. the river oh because everything else had floated
3: mm. away. And then all of a sudden we were, like, on the side. Nobody had phones no. with them. No. But we must have had disposable cameras because somebody was taking pictures with a disposable camera. Right. And, it, and I remember us thinking after we got the film developed, it looked like pictures from the 70s. Yes. Because they were all like waterlogged and like weird looking.
1: So how do lifeguards who know the dangers of water get themselves into this mess?
3: They probably went, went at the, at the, the, be- end, of at the end of summer right. and so my know point is right. I feel like we did our research. We did do our research. We had to have. I mean, we didn't pick it out of thin air. No, like it was like the perfect storm. Like,
1: well, Christine claims we had done our research, talked to several people who had floated this river before, and got MapQuest directions to this location. There was one warning sign that we missed, though. A ago, and he like told us where to go. But as we were floating down, I remember like two men, like fishing or something, that were yelling at us in Spanish. Yes. And I did not understand what they were saying. No. But they were basically warning Warning us, us, like, muerte.
0: Muerte por delante.
1: Muerte, like, coming very soon for you. They were trying to warn us, and we did not understand because we did not speak Spanish.
0: Muerte por delante. Muerte por delante.
1: We've been much more cautious about rivers since this floating incident. But we didn't give up on it.
5: None of us ever wanted to go to a river again.
1: No. No. We were traumatized. Even the next time we went just as a friend group, teen wore her yeah. life jacket. <laughs> <laughs> but then... We went the next
3: year, and it was so fun. And, we went and it was
1: so Kings fun. River. And chill. Nobody died, and
3: rumor we like yes. went to that and it was weird
2: like river bar.
3: Yeah. we got so drunk.
1: Highly yes. recommend floating, but don't don't start farther up. So no. no, ask.
3: Down. Start at the river bar. Yes,
2: do float, float, and do research and ask the locals who are also floating in that area, look for an area where other people are floating. And
1: if you're like concerned about your swimming abilities,
2: wear a life jacket. Yes.
1: Though common for lazy river floating, this podcast does not recommend alcohol consumption while engaging in water play. I bet in many ways lifeguarding wasn't different than other jobs that attract a young staff. I'm sure shenanigans ensue with all groups of youngsters who have limited responsibility. Ah, the pre-kids and pre-student loan days. But I do think the amount of hours we spent together, especially in a concentrated summer period, is unique, and that it doesn't seem normal to everyone. One time I had a bunch of lifeguards over to my parents' house when they were out of town. I told them this was happening, but they were big mad when they came home and had a bunch of kids asleep all over the living room. I reminded Vicky about this, and and she was like, "There's people sleeping at my house," and I'm like, "It's not a big deal." It's very normal. What what do every night? Right, and what you're saying like demonstrates to me like why my mindset was like this is totally normal because this is what we did for
2: like years. Yeah, it was lifeguard culture. Like, I would like to make it. Very clear. Yeah. There was no hooking. Nope. That night nope. was so PG. Thank we just you. sat around and talked. We played cards. Yeah. Like basically, we did at the parties exactly what we did at work. Exactly.
1: just
3: later. And we yeah. had and we Friday. had alcohol. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Very PG. It was,
3: it was very you. PG. Mm-hmm.
2: Totally. Yeah. I mean, we mobbed on all of our parents' houses because we were in college and we were home for the summer.
1: I think my mom has forgiven me for that, and for letting my 16 year old sister drink a wine cooler, regardless. Yeah, we didn't create the culture, right? And if I look back, like, do I think it was a bad one? Like,
2: no, I, I actually don't. I had a really great experience, and I met the, my best friends for my whole life there.
1: No complaints, we had a lot of fun with some harrowing adventures sprinkled on top. Join us next time to explore what happened after our years of pool lifeguarding with a constant first responder mindset and a weird confidence plus anxiety
2: combo. And they said, if there's a shark attack, you have to paddle out and punch the shark in the nose until it lets go of the victim.